What's up, guys? This is Matthew Bussard. Thank you for tuning in to my show. Awesome interview today with my man, Mark Hugo. Hugo Boss, baby. This guy is electric. I love Hugo so much. One of the best people that I've met during my time in Providence. You guys are going to love this interview. Let's get right into it. Mark Hugo. Don't you touch that now. Maddie will be right back. Today, we welcome on a very good friend of mine. Mark Hugo, baby. How the hell are you, my guy? <laughs> Maddie, I've, I've been doing well. I haven't seen you in a while because of this whole lockdown pandemic thing. When you texted me and asked me to be on your podcast, I think I responded to you in like under two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> if you're excited about it, I love that, man. I know that you listen to the show. I know that you listen to season one. Absolutely. So that, mean, that means the world to me too, man. You are one of the most down-to-earth people that I've ever met. Aww. Mark Hugo, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, he is just a all-around great guy, and I had to have you on. Let's talk Providence, though, because we're two Providence boys. Yeah. We live in different parts of the city. I'm on, uh, I guess, the east side, and, and then you're on Fed Hill. So talk to me a little bit about why you wanted to live on Fed Hill, some of the differences between the two, where you originally come from. I grew up in Framingham, Massachusetts. Which okay. is only about an hour away, not yeah. far. I was working close to Providence, and I wanted somewhere that was kind of cool. I had a friend that lived here who I also work with, and you know, she kind of showed me around and helped me to to figure out where to go. So I took a look on the west side in the uh, in Federal Hill. That was kind of where she recommended, and it's a good recommendation. But it's very different than the east side. Uh, I, I was telling you earlier when I was driving over here i kind of got that feeling like oh i'm going to the east side i'm going to fancy town, like, <laughs> <laughs> fancy town. Yeah. shit bro that's crazy to me because i moved here when i was absolutely broke i didn't know anything about providence i moved here mm -hmm. from north kingstown i had to find a place quick and here i am on the east side right by brown with all the fucking scholars and the people with their fucking nose in the air it's, it's so fucking classy. crazy man. classy yeah <laughs> <laughs> So you're a mass guy, you started to work closer to Providence, and then you had a friend around here, and you moved to Providence. Like you, I also moved really fast. I was like, you know, I'm finally going to do this, because I wanted to for a while, but then didn't. Um, so I finally was like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and when I get my heart set on something, I'm like, I don't want to think this through, I want to just do it now. Right, right, right um, yeah. You're so... impulsive. I'm impulsive <laughs> yeah, too, yes. man. Your gut feeling's often right. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was this time. Yeah. So started looking around, I looked at one place first and i was horrified the apartment itself was okay i could i could have worked with it but i would have been embarrassed bringing people over like it looked like like the stairwell up to my, to the place like looked like somebody got murdered there was like fuck yeah it, it was weird there was like holes in the wall and like oh, old yeah. paint smeared all over there second place i looked i found out i was like this is awesome so i like begged the guy to like let me give him a deposit and be like, yo, I want it. Like, stop showing it. Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so I did that, and it, and it worked out well. The place has been great. I've been there for almost two and a half years now. The difference between here and there is I'm right near Atwell's Ave, which for anybody listening that doesn't know, it's that's a place where people go that aren't from Rhode Island, that hear about Providence. They go to Atwell's Ave to have the Italian food. There's lots of restaurants. It's a very happening place. It's definitely loud. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on, yeah. like constantly. My parents came to visit me, and we're in my apartment, and there was just like tires screeching outside. My mom like goes over the window to look out, 
and like all these different things like my yeah. parents like oh what's going on out there it's like i've been so desensitized to all of that where literally I, I there was one time i heard a car accident outside my window i was like no i'm watching tv I oh i don't really want to fuss like yeah because that happens all the time like my intersection is like really bad oh okay. we have we have in- car accidents all the time and damn unless it's a really big bang i sometimes don't even look i'm just like oh, i don't know like have you heard any really big bangs? Like anything that you're yeah, there was like, like a holy fuck, yeah, is that person alive right now? Yeah, like, there, there was like a rollover like right underneath oh the window. Oh my <laughs> god. Like, yeah. Yeah. So now I used to be an EMT, so that one I was like, you know what, I might as well go like check on them because I don't want them to die. I would say Fed Hill, you get way more of a city feel than the east side. That's where true. we are today. Something that's sort of developed since the start of this whole pandemic is these like dirt bike and atv gangs that have been roving the city and i don't know where they came from they weren't around before the pandemic but now you know anybody that follows the news in providence knows of these where there's you know these hordes of hundreds literally hundreds of people on dirt bikes and atvs and scooters with no mufflers like just doing wheelies down the street and blocking traffic and they love to go down my street because i'm right in the middle of everything so they can be seen by everybody you probably will disagree with me i actually favor providence over boston as far as new england cities to move to in metro areas i have a lot of friends in boston i know boston relatively well i've done tons of business around boston and in traveling and, mm-hmm. and i've been through those neighborhoods and everything like that i favor providence i'm a hole in the wall kind of guy i'm a little abstract i'm a little weird little different, right? Mm-hmm. I love that about Providence. I have to agree with you on that. I absolutely love Boston. But what I found was Providence was a lot easier to meet people and to establish myself and to explore the city than Boston was. What I found was in Boston, you move, to, you move there with your group of friends. You meet up with other groups of friends that you know from college and high school. And that's it. You can't meet new people. How which... accurate is that? I'm going out <laughs> with a couple. I'm going out with a couple of friends from college that I played ball with, mm-hmm. and we're meeting up with some other group of friends that were also ball players. It's yeah. just it's fucking crazy, <laughs> bro. I met you in Providence. We've gotten absolutely cocked downtown many times. <laughs> you know you're my boy. You know I love doing that shit, bro. I fucking love that shit. Providence, like I said, you know, I knew one person, and from that. I now know a lot of people, you know, because, you know, you put in a tiny bit of effort and you can meet people and you can make really good relationships with people here. If you want to go do stuff, too, it's not as expensive as Boston, you know? Right. The the cost of living is so much less. I pay less now in rent for a two-bedroom by myself than I did for a one-bedroom in a four-bedroom apartment in Boston. There's a quality of life difference there. And you can go to a nice, fancy restaurant and still afford it here where – in Boston, you can't do that. Like, you have to, you know, it's like, do I pay rent or do I go have this one meal? So. <laughs> Speaking of food, how come you haven't tried the restaurants in Fed Hill? How come you oh, haven't okay. tried so, the restaurants over there? I still have not been to any of the fancy Italian restaurants or any even sit-down restaurant in Federal Hill. And why? I kind of don't know. Really? Um, yeah, you know, oh, I, I'm, man, I'm a huge so foodie. Good. Yeah. Huge foodie. I've been to most of the great restaurants in Providence, but yeah. for some reason, just 
in my neighborhood I don't frequent. You know Andinos, right? I'm sure you've <laughs> yes. seen Andinos. Yeah, <laughs> my fucking big ass got kicked out of that shit. <laughs> Why? I just showed up fucking time. cocked one time. Okay. With fucking, and I wasn't even close to the dress code. I mean, I don't know if they'd kick you out if you weren't wearing a college shirt. I just went in there with no shirt, shorts on, fucking sandals. He fucking kicked my ass out. They fucking like, get the fuck out of here, guy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Andinos is great. Right next to it is fucking Tassilius Pizza. That's also great. I had dinner there last night. You went there last <laughs> night, huh? I mean, I take out. Fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Love their pizza, man. Yeah. Man. They, that, they, yeah. Have a, they have a stuffed crust pizza, which I'm sure you've had millions of times. That It is absolutely as good as any true Chicago-style deep dish. I was there with a girl one time, and she ordered pizza without marinara sauce there. Strange. Red flag. Dump the girl. Red flag, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. a fucking red flag. Half, right? Yeah. Dude, try to play it off. Like, oh, white pizza. Like, that's a normal thing. Yeah, there's a time and a Fuck, place Fuck, no, for it. it's not, guys. Well, fucking. All right. In, Certain in this... toppings, maybe, but, you know, there's a special. There's a time and a place, all right? There's like... a time and a place. <laughs> this is going to open up another can of worms. <laughs> Fuck party pizza. You know what party pizza is? Like the big square. A fucking. Awful, awful. Yeah, you know exactly what it is, Hugo. They sell them at gas stations. They sell them at Dave's. They sell them everywhere. It's literally bread and marinara sauce, and they call it party pizza. What the fuck is that? You're recording (laughs) me in Rhode Island about to bash Rhode Island's thing, which they call Red Stripes. You know, hey, we we can bash that, but then we have to follow it up with a compliment. So it offsets, right? right? right, So we'll talk about how shitty party pizza is, and then we'll follow it up, right? You see what I'm doing here? We'll follow it up, and we'll say Dell's is the greatest fucking thing ever, bro. (laughs) For real. It's insulting. It is insulting. It's insulting. These Italian restaurants, the uh, Sicilia's, Caserta's, these are some of the best pizza places not only in the city, but the state. Yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe even the region. Right, right. Like, I, I go into Caserta's, and I'm like, hey, you know what you guys should do? Like, you should try putting cheese on this bread and sauce. Like, <laughs> I think that's where the money's at. Like, <laughs> you should try this sometime. <laughs> like, Something I get a lot of shit for, I'm a huge Domino stan. And it is because ooh, whoa, okay. I can go anywhere in the world and get a Domino's pizza certainly it's going to be better from some places. Okay, fine. Fucking mm-hmm. the haters that watch the show, listen to the show, are going to fucking say, oh, my Domino's are shit. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> Domino's, it's just good to me. It's consistent. It's good pizza. But the mom and pop stores, there's something about those mom and pop stores. Have you been to Frank Pepe's in I Connecticut? I love Frank Pepe's, oh, which they opened one in Rhode Island. I've not been to the Rhode Island one yet. Oh, in Warwick. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I haven't been I there have, I have been there. Okay. I have been there. I totally blanked on the fact that they did open one yeah, on Bald no, Hill. But they're, you're right. they're, they're great. Yeah. Like, I've been to several of the Connecticut ones. Yeah. What so is good. it about the mom and pop stores that they just make pizza better? Um... Because they're not Domino's, Domino's and they money. can do, but like, Dom- <laughs> but like that—that's what, that's what blows my mind. Places like Domino's, Papa John's, they have the money. Mm-hmm. And have you ever tried Papa Gino's? I love Papa Gino's. Okay, okay. yeah, I think, but that's a chain though. That's they're the would, best yeah. chain pizza. Right, 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 right. right. Um, they I, beat Domino's. I fucking Papa love Papa John's. Gino's. Like yeah, Papa John's. Papa, um, but Papa Gino's—it is a New England chain. It is. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. they're also 
since I've been born, they've been struggling and closing and oh, closing and no. dwindling down. And um, yeah, them and D'Angelo's who they also own. Have you I ever can't had... stand. Yeah, what? you know what? You know what, Hugo? You know what, what we gotta do? We're turning this show into a booty episode, Dude, my guy. Oh, I have my tier list like so. Jersey Mike's. I've never had it. You've never had Jersey Mike's? Oh man! All right, so here is what I would say about Jersey Mike's. Imagine a subway. Takes a little bit longer to get your sub, but the meat is on steroids. Okay. And it is more expensive. Like, wait, but steroids like human growth or GMOs and human growth hormone steroids into the cows, or like just really good meat. Really good meat. Okay, I'll really go with good that. meat. I'll like Barry right. Bond steroids. What really turned me off to Subway, which I've I've never been a huge Subway Subway person. It's basically. I'll go there if I need to put food in my body because I won't have an opportunity for the next 10 hours, you know? So Fair. It's like, All right, yeah. I'll go here because I can. It's just, like, bland. It's, it's bland. boring. I, I, like, it like is. I hit yeah. Subway all the time because I'm always on the road, mm-hmm. and I'm always in a rush. Like, I, I always feel like I have, like, 10 minutes to eat a sandwich, and I don't want to go to fucking McDonald's because I obviously, you know, I mean, McDonald's is fine every, <laughs> every once in a while. It's just yeah. more of, like, every day you're that's shit's that's gonna catch good. up with you right yeah. so i just grab a subway sandwich and like i never look forward to it like i i don't want to say that i dread it but it, it's more like i have like a two to three sandwich rotation i like mm-hmm. i like the chicken teriyaki the italian is okay and then i also go with the meatball and yep. then i kind of go i mix through those three but you start having that every week or twice a week it gets very bland. It does. It does. It's. I, I would go there sometimes at, when I was still going into the office because it was really close and there weren't a lot of restaurants around. It was either that or Wendy's. I used to work at a Wendy's. Yeah. Have you ever worked in fast food? I have. Right, so Where'd you I, work? I have done – I've had pretty much every job imaginable in my life. I mean that too. Um, but so I, I worked in restaurants for a while. Um, really? So I opened a, um, a Moe's Southwest Grill at one point. Oh, you um, worked at a Moe's. Okay. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, There's basically some guy that wanted to invest in one and never worked in restaurants and needed somebody that could open one for him. So I signed on and I did that and I ran it for about two years. It was interesting. <laughs> have, uh... <laughs> well, Hugo, you're too nice, my guy. When oh, you say man. interesting, you know that's a fucking shitty ass experience. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it was. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. also, I went from there. I ended up uh, managing a Panera too. I was the, I was hired on as, as manager, but I had a, you know, I knew a lot about food safety, so they would always send me to the bad locations. You were the health inspector, not the health inspector, and I worked for them. But making it so the health inspectors would pass us. A Band-Aid in the fucking soup, and you'd be like, let's pretend nobody saw this. <laughs> Just make it up. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved serving people 12-hour-old burgers at Burger King. I loved it. I put these burgers in at fucking 3 o'clock. Like, it's... One in the morning, like, go ahead, pal. Here's, well, here's you know your what? Whopper, baby. Like, your manager, who has to then report his food waste, yes! probably loves okay. you. Yes. Now, you, yes. now he doesn't have to waste that yes. food. Yes, Hugo. <laughs> yes, you are absolutely, absolutely. right, bro. Absolutely yeah. right. Bro, 
people don't understand this. In fast food, in the restaurant industry, you do have to report your food waste. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just a good guy after all. Maybe I'm just doing a great job. Exactly. Maybe I'm just taking the load off of their shoulders. A little botulism is what I was. Someone else. I was man. I was so for the company, man. Now he got me hyped up, man. I'm fucking <laughs> pumped. I had this guy late night, one o'clock in the morning. He wants a crispy chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. and I'm conscious about the food waste, right? I'm like half hour to close. It's how crispy. It's twelve thirty in the morning. <laughs> Who the fuck is gonna roll through, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't care. this guy, he wants a crispy chicken sandwich. I don't have any crispy chicken sandwiches left. What I do have are the original chicken sandwiches. And if you don't know the original chicken sandwiches, they're the oval patties, right? Mm. The crispy chickens are kind of like a, a, I don't know, maybe yeah, like describe a square. That Just a square. Matt, Matt please yeah. describe yeah. the shape. Yeah, that, yeah, all right. So the basi- natural chicken shape. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so basically, the original chicken sandwich, it's an oval. Mm-hmm. The crispy chickens are a square. Yeah. I don't have any crispies. Mm-hmm. So I take an original I just slice it in half, put all the fucking mayo in the world on that bitch, right? I'm just dousing it in mayo, put all the fucking lettuce on it, and then pass it off. The guy pulls around. The guy pulls back around. And then my manager's like, Matthew, did you fucking use an original chicken sandwich patty? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't do What? Me? It's like, what? It's, what? I mean, I, I, I would never. I would never. I would never do that. Am I an asshole for using the original chicken sandwich as a fucking crispy? Maybe. But you can never say that I wasted any food. Well, that's maybe. good. That's good. <laughs> Pro tip is if you go to Panera right before closing, get anything from the, from the bakery. Just ask them for more stuff, and they'll give you more stuff. Cause right before closing. Absolutely, because we have to throw everything out. Some of it sometimes goes to donations. Okay. Um, sometimes there are programs, like, they'll, they'll send people to pick it up. But other than that, it's going to staff or the trash bin. So, you know, there are people where they'd come in and be like, oh, I need, like, three bagels for tomorrow morning. I'd be like, here's two dozen. Now, Panera, they do have bag soup, though, right? They do, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're – lovely soup that is made fresh is just a frozen one pound bag or one gallon bag they just <laughs> stick in the, in the hydrolyzer which the hydrolyzer yeah that hey. sounds safe yeah hey, i will say this panera makes some kick-ass french onion soup i i'm hitting the mix yeah, and match what what's it called like the two for five you, you pick two you pick two god <laughs> damn it bro i i always fucking forget <laughs> that deal the you pick two mm. i stay in the you pick two you know what i do now I right, so it. the the hack, the Panera hack that I do after working there is I will order a large mac and cheese, which is just two packets of frozen mac and cheese that they heat up, and I'll order it frozen and just be like, no, I don't want you to like heat it up or anything. Just give me the bags. And I'll take those home and I'll put them in my freezer, and whenever I want mac and cheese, go in and just stick them in the microwave for three minutes, and all of a sudden I have fresh Panera mac and cheese. So, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Ah. So not all not all Paneras will actually do that for you, but like if you ask for it, sometimes they'll sometimes they will. Yeah, and it's, it's a great thing to have around. Panera is fast food, mm-hmm. right? It is. It, it, it Panera hundred percent. That's why I hated working there. I thought I I felt like I worked at McDonald's. When you go to a Panera, you just kind of feel like you're just taken and you're thrown into a different world. I would compare it to a Barnes and Noble. On the face mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, very similar. Barnes and Noble, 
is just a fucking bookstore, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing special about a Barnes and Noble on the face of it, and then you smell that new book smell. <laughs> it's a different world. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate reading. I only read to learn things. But there's just something about a Barnes and Noble, right? You get it in there, just... you get in the mood. You're like, you know what? This is. I don't like reading, but this is where I go to do my reading. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh my god, bro! Exactly. And then man. Panera, like you said, same thing. You know, you're like, I want fast food, but this is where I go to feel fancy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what other crazy jobs have you done? I'll just list them out, and you can pick what's crazy. Go ahead, okay? go ahead, go ahead. Before I was 18, I was the kid that would go in and try to buy cigarettes and try to bust the stores. Could you call yourself a spy? Kinda, kinda. You were kind of a spy, smooth operator, like facilitator. Okay, fuck, bro, that's a sick job. It it was that was a lot of fun. I liked that. That's a sick Um, job. I'm glad that people get paid to bust those places because look, it's as simple as asking somebody for a card, right? Look, I got mm -hmm. a fucking card, yeah. Even if it's a fake ID, just let me fucking see your license. Can't you just at least ask that? And I bet right. you, you busted some places that didn't even ask to card you, right? Oh, uh, anybody that sold to me, sold to me didn't ask for a card. Exactly. Um, so it's a very important job that you had there. But that's a really sexy job. It was a fun. Spy, man. It, it that's was... sick. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was cool. So when I turned eighteen, I couldn't do it anymore because then it right, wasn't right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I had to recruit others to do it, which was kind of cool. So like. There was this really cute girl in my grade, and I was like, hey, she'd be perfect. So, like, it basically – I didn't know her very well, but I, like, recruited her. And then every weekend we'd go out and go bust stores together, and we were, like, little crime fighters. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a great Damn. time. Yeah, we're both making money. And, and what happened What happened with you and that girl? I don't know where she is now. You make, you make <laughs> move, not, Hugo. You're trying uh, to make it. You dirty dog. Look at you. Look at you, bro. You dirty dog. Right? <laughs> well, in reality, then I realized it was gay. Was she? So, I mean. Wait, what? Wait. You didn't know this? Oh, man. This is like a podcast reveal. What? Wait, you didn't know this, dude? No. How the hell did you not know this? I did not know this. <laughs> No, 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 no. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Cut that out of the podcast. Hold on. At least a pause, anyway. The fact that I wasn't able to tell means that I'm not judgmental, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like how it doesn't see color. Exactly. Exactly. When did you know, Hugo? We got to talk about this, man. We can't just brush up. We can't. I mean, look, we'll pass over. No, 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 no. We'll pass, we'll pass over. We'll pass no, over right. it if you want. No, uh, right. The answer to your question, probably middle school. Oh, yeah. That's, but I would that's never, most people. I did not want anybody knowing through high school or so. Like, I thought it was like, the worst thing in the world if anybody ever found out. But, yeah, no, like, I, like, knew that there was something off in middle school. So, yeah, to get to, back to the original thing, yeah, no, that nothing ever happened with that girl. The one that <laughs> the got one away, that got, my guy. The, the one, one of that, that got, got away. away. <laughs> The one that got away that month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was a substitute high school teacher twice. That you were a substitute mm-hmm. high school teacher. That was, no way. That was actually really cool. So I did what it. What kind of teacher were you? Everything high school. Anything. But were you like the cool oh, teacher? Yeah. I think so, anyway. 
Like, look. The kids like me. You guys can play on your phones. I'm just going to turn a blind eye to that. You guys (laughs) just... Well, for that, I would just say, hey, do whatever you want. But if you don't get your assignment done, your teacher's not going to like that. You'll have to deal with that then. Like, so if you don't want to do it now, then it's on you, dude. There's a certain level of respect that you got to give to substitutes. You know what I mean? They are some of the coolest people. <laughs> well, no, I mean the kid. Well, like, like the kids did not understand that I, concept. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the kid. The kids will never understand that. So, talk to us about being an EMT for a little bit. What was the most fucked up thing that you've ever seen? There were a lot. Um, I dealt with a lot of car accidents, lots of boat accidents. People are usually pretty drunk when they're on their boat and, yeah. and people like do stupid shit when they, they drink do. obviously so they it's do. a it's kind of a, it's kind of a recipe for disaster so what happened with that there were a bunch of camp counselors that rented a boat had no idea how to drive it no idea what they're doing and they ran over their friend now granted he is okay it was a pretty gruesome scene like oh my like, god that's not good and i remember looking you know boarding the boat pulling this this kid off the boat because they they pulled him out of the water they brought him to a dock um but that look of just like what the hell did we just do that look on all their faces like we we screwed up like um and they were probably all cocked out of their mind oh they were totally i think one of the coolest calls i ever did um so we were an ambulance that worked with the fire department um we were part of the fire department and we would help out as manpower when needed and these another group of camp counselors <laughs> they caused a lot of problems but anyway so they snuck off one night uh in the middle of the night after the kids all went to bed they went into the woods and they started a bonfire and the fire spread and it ended up catching about three or four acres of you know dense woods this is up in maine um they caught the woods on fire and there's fire just everywhere all over the ground up the trees all the way up the trees you know this is a full-on forest fire uh or brush fire i guess not forest yet um and so i I went we had other towns responding um we had a problem with our pump and getting stuff in to put out the fire so we're trying to put out this fire with just rakes we have acres and acres and we have no water and at one point I ended up being alone, which is not good, not safe. You're not supposed to be alone when you're in the middle of burning woods. But I I remember just stopping and looking up and just seeing all around me were just just trees just fully engulfed in fire and just looking around being like, this is such an amazing aesthetic. Like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Right. And, And, And there's something to be said about that, Hugo, because when you think about it, a forest fire is also an incredibly tragic thing, mm-hmm. but it's also one of the most beautiful things you could ever witness. It's beautiful, yeah. It's now, granted, we were in, we were in the woods. There were right. no houses to destroy. right, right, right. So that was a good. We weren't thinking about loss of life or loss of property. It was just right. Put up the damn fire, Mark Hugo, baby. Fucking uh, love you. Thank you so much for having Absolutely, me. Absolutely, my awesome. guy. <laughs>